0: So the past couple of weeks we've been going over how to commune with the Holy Spirit, how to walk with the Holy Spirit, how to listen to the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit asks us to do things that sometimes are weird and are uncomfortable to get us out of our comfort zone and stepping into faith. And so in the last song, uh, I was standing over there and my feet were hurting really bad underneath my feet. It felt like nails were hurting me. I'm like, what is going on? And the Lord's saying, take off your shoes. And I took off my shoes and I put my feet down. And while they were singing, I could feel wind under my feet. It wasn't over my feet. The presence of the Lord was under my feet. And I said, Lord, is this a, a personal word for me or is this a corporate word for us to enter into? And I felt like the Lord said, it's a corporate thing that if to invite you into, you know, I know it's weird. And I know it could be a little gross, but I want us to go back into the previous song. And if you feel personally led by the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, should I take off my shoes? Should I take off my socks? And if he says yes, if you feel that, yes, I encourage you just to do it and put your feet down. And when the song's going, just occasionally just kind of lift them up and see if you can feel the presence of the Lord around you. I don't know why he's anointing our feet. I don't know what the point is but I know that it's the Holy Spirit. And so as we go back into the, net, the previous song, I'm just going to pray over us, and then we'll just enter in, and if you want to do it, I encourage you to take off your shoes and socks. So Holy Spirit, we just thank you for your presence. We thank you for your glory. Lord, we thank you for faith. Lord, and we just ask you that your anointing would rest in this house that your glory would be around us, that wherever our feet go, we would bring the gospel of peace. Lord, I ask you to anoint our feet. Anoint us with your presence. Let us feel you in a new way. Encourage our hearts with the joy, that childlike faith. In Jesus' name, amen.
1: to share a little bit, uh, continuing with the feet thing. I was like, Lord, what are you saying? And I feel like he was saying something um, to me too. Uh, So yesterday, Olivia and I were out shopping uh, for wedding things. And we get home and my feet were really hurting. um, And I looked at my watch, you know, because I keep track of my steps. It was like 14,000. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, But as David was sharing this, you know, I took my shoes off and um, I was just sitting there, and I was kind of, you know how when you want to put your feet into water, you just kind of put your toe in, whatever, and it just felt so smooth, and so I kind of started swirling it around, then I did the other one, and it was just like, it was feeling like I was putting my feet in water, just perfect temperature water, just beautiful, comforting water, and um, I was just kind of praying, you know, Lord, what are you saying, and and he brought to mind um, in Isaiah 52, seven, where it says, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace to somebody. Yesterday, we didn't have any, you know, like great encounter of, that I could say somebody got saved or whatever, but we had lots of encounters with people and talking with people and bringing peace and bringing a smile and bringing joy and joy. I'm going back to work. I have a lot of places where I can step and bring peace and joy and maybe even salvation, maybe even something of the Lord, peace or freedom or love to people. So I just want to pray uh, right now for us and all the places that our feet go, that the Lord would anoint our path and create a place of peace and good tidings. So Father, I just thank you for this time, for this moment that you have focused us on our feet and all the places that we go. I pray for your anointing to be on our feet and that you would go before us preparing the way so that we can say how beautiful are our feet of those who bring good news, who bring peace, who bring love, who bring joy, who bring salvation, who bring hope. To this world, no matter where we go in our workplace and our daily activities, I pray, Father, that you would make us a people of peace. Wherever we go, we're spreading your good news and spreading your kingdom and your glory in Jesus' name.
0: So, if John wants to come up, he's got a testimony for us. So, remember before, for this month, we're going to be talking about how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, how to walk with the Holy Spirit, how to listen to the Holy Spirit, and John's got a a testimony.
2: Um, Last, let's see, a week ago, this past Wednesday, Mary was... um, going to Esther House for uh, three days, I guess. And um, so that left me at home, and she'd prepared a lot of food for me, so I didn't have to worry about that. But on uh, Thursday, I woke up and my ankle hurt, my right ankle, and I couldn't move around very well. But toward the end of the day, it was a little better. But the next day, Friday, Um, I really couldn't walk on it at all and uh, I didn't understand it because I never ran into anything or twisted it or anything so I didn't understand Um, but again it started to get a little better toward the evening and I wrapped an ace bandage around it and that helped a little bit then uh, Saturday morning she was coming home and I told her I can't I can't walk at all at all on it and I had to crawl into the bathroom Um, And uh, I didn't know what I was gonna do. By the time she got home, it was okay, but I wasn't feeling well. And then Sunday, I came in with a bandage on, and I was able to walk. It was tolerable. And David prayed for me. And uh, by the end of the service, I was able to walk. I didn't have any pain at all. So I just feel like that was uh, a, a healing. I believe that was a healing. And I'm very excited about it.
3: Hold on, hold on. on.
0: So does anybody have any foot pain or ankle pain right now? Raise your hand. Okay. So the people around them, lay hands on the people who hands are up while John prays for healing.
2: Okay. Lord, we thank you that you provided everything we need, including life and healing to our bodies We ask for you to come and remove them, make them whole, take away pain, take away any damage, uh, make them as they were before. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Amen. Thanks, John.
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) But so part of the reason my feet were hurting so badly yesterday is because I have plantar fasciitis under one foot, and it doesn't hurt, guys. <laughs> I, mean, like, <laughs> I mean, like, I go back and sit down, and I was like, Matt, my heel does not hurt. Like, it doesn't hurt.
0: <laughs> All right. So one of the reasons with John, I wanted him to share his story, because tying it into walking with the Spirit, is I'm going to make up a number. For the past two years, anybody who says they're in pain, I kind of just walk away and I don't want to pray for them because I'm in that like discouragement of every time I pray for somebody, nobody's getting healed, the pain's still there, I feel horrible, I go inward and like, Lord, what am I doing wrong? Why aren't these people getting healed? Even though I can tell you it's not me, but that's, you know, we're humans, just like everybody in the Bible are humans. And when you read the Bible, all these men and women of faith struggled and we struggle, so that's normal. So when people say they're in pain, I usually try to get out of the room before they say, let's lay hands on him. So John's in the lobby with me and Randy. And he's like, yeah, my, I said, John, what's going on? He's like, hey, my foot hurts the Holy Spirit inside of me said, pray for him. So I knew his voice, right? So I understood it wasn't me. I didn't want to pray for him. It wasn't uh, the devil saying for me to pray for him. It was the Holy Spirit saying to pray for him. So me and Randy just laid hands on him. And I mean, we prayed like 15 seconds. Like It's like, Jesus come, heal, heal, heal his foot, restore it, ligaments, tendons, amen. And as soon as I said amen, I'm out. The, the, the lobby because I don't want to stand there and be like, okay, John, how does it feel? Oh, it's not healed. Okay, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't want to have that conversation, so I got out of there as quick as possible. And so later, I think the next day, I heard that his foot was feeling better. So the point of the story is, is when we are walking with the Holy Spirit, he moves upon our hearts, and when we hear his voice, then we know when we step out in that, He's going to meet us. Now, I'm not saying not to pray for people even when we don't feel led. Like, we can still lay hands on them and believe. But there's a difference, a difference in our faith when we hear from the Holy Spirit for a specific person what we're supposed to do. Does that make sense? And then also, you know, just building off of everything the Lord was doing last week, um, Aaron had a dream that, if you want to come up, Aaron, and share it, that would encourage us as a body. Erin is uh, one of our elders, woman of faith, leader in the women's ministry, so God speaks to her for us for uh, corporate purposes.
4: Thank you. Uh, I didn't know for sure if I was gonna share, but I, I uh, does that sound like it's on? Okay. Um, wrote down what I, what my dream was. So last Sunday early morning, I. I really felt. I also feel like this is a confirmation of the service that uh, David was uh, speaking on <clears throat> about the presence of God. So in the dream, I was sitting in front, far right uh, corner, very close to a very large stage, and I was, it was a dim building. Um, I, I took it as like a conference, and and so it was. I was with a couple of friends that they. So happened to be old metro girlfriends that I have and I still uh, do things with. <clears throat> so anyway, I could feel the tangible presence of God. I was just sitting there. And then I was aware of a group passing me. And all of a sudden, it was like they were going to go up on the stage and speak. And all of a sudden, he goes, I, I got to stop. And he turns and says... Um, that he could feel the presence of God. And then he was, um, they stopped and said, hold on, I have to acknowledge, I have to say something here, the anointing, the presence of God. And so he, he said it on the microphone in front of everybody and, and, um, and the person was Michael Sullivan. Uh, he's an old metro uh, prophetic pastor. Uh, and so then I realized that it was God's presence, and I was just kind of basking in it, and I, I woke up because I realized it was a dream from God, and um, and I still felt the presence of God in my dream, I mean, after I woke up. So I, I just really feel like the emphasis is on God, the anointing is on God, that David... Was sharing that Sunday about the anointing, the presence of God. It wasn't about the stage. It wasn't about, you know, the equipment. It's not about anything like that. And I was representing of the church, and it wasn't the old Metro. It was Metro today, and uh, it was like a stamp of approval, uh, validation, and the anointing is of Him, not of me or. Um, any you know what I can do or what I have done or what I can do it's it's him him
0: alone so part of the dream you know speaks about that the Lord is leading us as a body by telling different people about his glory and his presence and about what he has in store for us And when we hear those little bits and pieces, it's like puzzle pieces. You know, so like when Aaron emailed that to me uh, or told me about it that afternoon, it was a puzzle piece that the Lord was giving us. And then another person emailed me about their uh, feeling of the Lord releasing his presence during worship, releasing the glory of the Lord. And part of the message last week was, remember, when the Lord convicted my heart about looking at the things we don't have and not focusing on the things that we do have and the things that he's given us can't be bought with money. His presence, his glory, his, the community and love. And so what we felt like um, during the staff meeting this week is that we want to give an opportunity for anybody in the church to come up here and share either if the Lord's been speaking to you about his glory and his presence dwelling with us over the past couple months, or if you want to come up and share something that you love about Cairo, something that you love about this community. And when we share it, there's power in the room that happens. I know sometimes it's awkward to get up and share the things that you like, but what it does is it releases love and gratitude in the room, but it also releases it to Jesus on the throne. We're, we're declaring the things that he's given us, and we're thanking him for it, by saying the things that we love and desire does that make sense so anybody want to come up and share if the Lord's been speaking to them about the presence being here about the glory or something that you're thankful for about our church feel free to come up I will wait
5: hello Um, okay so this week I love leading worship anyways uh, as an interim leader and, and stepping in whenever you guys need me, and it's a blessing every time I, I'm allowed to do that. And I'm always excited for the worship, but then this week I texted David. I was like, we, I set all the music up, and of course when he played the song, I was like, we could do it. We can do this. And I was just praying through the whole time that the, the song was playing, and I just kept hearing, we can do this we can do this, we can do this, and I knew that was the Holy Spirit saying we can do this together, all of us, so I worked on it this week and got the set list together, and I just, I was feeling overwhelmed and in a good way, and I texted David, I said, I just want to let you know, be prepared whenever this happens, you know, I would always text Ryan whenever I knew that a certain worship set God was really working in, and it was always the Spirit would move so strongly through the service. It was really awesome to see. And I think my favorite part is I leave one of my in-ears out all the time so I can hear everyone. And it is such a blessing. You don't even know up here hearing you guys just permeate the room with your worship is just so, it's such a blessing. And I just want to want you all to know that I appreciate each and every one of you here. Thanks.
0: Amen. Don? You can come up here so the camera can see you better. Okay.
6: I really appreciate the love and fellowship of this place. I keep on coming back here because it's, it's really good. To uh, just receive the blessing that God has given other people to just shower on me and build me up to the point to where I can start generating that even more mm-hmm. for people around me and just my gratitude for everybody
0: here and what they're doing. Amen. Amen. Don came in this morning, and he just handed my daughter a, a flower, and she was carrying it around all day. Come on. But So it just shows the, the love that Don has for us. He just overflows it.
7: Back on. Um, I did have my shoes off and I was very blessed, but I did put them back on. Um, but the amazing thing that was very interesting this morning is I felt led to wash my feet before coming, which I thought was interesting. They weren't like really dirty, but I just was sitting in the living room while Ben was doing some stuff and I just was like washing my feet and putting some lotion on it. <laughs> so I don't know what that means. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm very grateful for this place and everyone here. And um, I haven't heard a lot of talk over the past months or so about the Lazarus Sessions, but I'm very thankful for those. I haven't had three of them now over the past some years. But um, the last one, um, the reason I'm speaking is I just want to confirm the sense of community here and the building up of relationships because Greta, who is a, a dear friend and part of our home group, she had been out of town for quite a while, but I had been having these thoughts, and um, they are thoughts that I'd had from way back and that had been spoken over me, and they just were just kind of still in my mind. They have always been in my mind, and would come back to me now and then, and I'm not gonna go into any detail, but the point was I shared about it with Greta, just texting. And I said, do you think this is like like a Lazarus session thing? <laughs> and she said, go, girl, you know, yeah, you know, just go. And so I contacted David, and um, I just want to say that we had, it was a wonderful session, and it really taught me a lot, and Heather and um, Mary Mays were there, and um, they had words for me that you know stuck with me, and are really helpful. And those words that were spoken, I would have to really, really think now to to get them back. You know, I mean, God, had, he really did flush them away. <laughs> and um, so, I just really want to recommend that if you have something, you know, you feel is in your mind bothering you, or something, just feel free to contact David and have a Lazarus session, or just talking to someone else here. Um, This room is filled with people who love the Lord and hear from him. And it's just a blessing to be here. So
0: thank you. Amen. So Lazarus sessions, just to refresh everybody's memory, it's kind of like prophetic, healing, inner healing, maybe some deliverance. So if you feel like you're struggling like in an area or with some thoughts, what you do is you contact me and we have a team that will sit down and we kind of just pray and ask the Lord why you're being attacked, how we can stand with you, what the truth is from heaven, and then we lay hands on you and we speak forth truth and we command all the lies to go and that's when breakthrough happens, you know, so that's a Lazarus session.
8: Um, so, what I love about this community is its heart for my family in Oklahoma, though you all have never met them. You all pray for them consistently for my mom, Claudette, and my sister Karen, and my nephew, Trevon. Um, and so, I'm grateful how you all love my family though you all have never met them. And I just love that about this community. And I just want to um, say that the Holy Spirit is definitely in this place. Uh, I had a experience with the Holy Spirit when Jill and I prayed for my nephew, Trevon. We were praying here um, in the sanctuary. And as she and I were praying for, uh Travon we were she was praying specifically for protection over him and i was having an experience it was like the ground was not under my feet it was like i was being lifted up in a hot air balloon and i felt as though that was confirmation uh from the holy spirit that regardless of what is going on in my nephew's life that God has surrounded him. He is safe. He is protected. He's wayward, for the lack of a better word. He is experiencing some mental health problems, but regardless of what we are going through with him as a family, regardless of what we are experiencing right now with him, I believe God's glory will be revealed. I believe Jesus will be revealed in his life. I believe we will be victorious He will be victorious. We will be victorious as a family that um, God has the last say. I believe the report of the Lord over his life. And I believe that uh, what I experienced that day with the Holy Spirit um, is confirmation of what will be revealed in his life. And so I just wanted to say the Holy Spirit is in this place and I'm grateful for this community and how you all have loved my family, even though you have not met them.
0: Amen. Um,
9: <clears throat> so I, I don't know if I'm just nervous, but, but I feel like my hands have icy hot all over them, um, which is, which is, which is kind of wild. But um, what I wanted to share about was several weeks ago, um, David brought a message about, about worship and and what that and what that means, um, and and quite honestly, I've s- struggled with worship um, quite a bit in the past, and, and just difficulty engaging the Lord. But it really, that message really captured me, and really um, awoke this question in me: like, what is what is what is what is true worship? Um, and I so appreciated the message that got, but it started this dialogue between the Lord and I, you know, about what what worship means. And, I mean, I just want to say he's completely revolutionized it for me where um, I found now that I'm, um, like, I can't get enough worship um, and just a desire to, to see him and to encounter his beauty. Um, and... The, the really cool thing is he's she's showing me more and more of his beauty, and then, it, and then I hunger for even, well, I want even more. Um, and I just wanted to give an encouragement to you, because I know David mentioned last week, you know, as part of talking about how to fellowship with the Holy Spirit, to find um, worship music that speaks to you. Um, and I had been doing that anyways, but I've got a couple different prayer lists. You know, one is, like, Songs that are about intimacy. Some are, you know, high praise. Um, but um, I've been founding. I've been finding, you know, as I listen to that music, the Lord just speaking to me. And um, you know, yesterday I, I I had a lot of free time, and so I just put on the worship list, and the and the Lord just showed up in such a powerful way, and just re- he just wrecked me because showing me how much he loves me. Um, and then showing me at the same time how how much it cost him to love me, um, and it I mean it was just amazing. I mean, amazing. Like probably two, two, two and a half hours just just wrecked you know with the Lord. So, so so just want to encourage you guys to pursue that. Um, and definitely the Lord is here and He's moving. And, so thank you, David.
0: Amen. At least that worship.
7: Well, we're new here, just a few months, and um, just want to tell this body that you are so welcoming, so loving of the heart of Jesus, and we could feel it as soon as we came in. It's such an acceptance, you know, for all people when they come in here to feel that. And um, you don't find that <laughs> many places. And so I just want to share that with you, that it's very, uh, there it says a non-judging, And so everyone feels welcome, and you, we're so thankful to be part of this body now. Thank you.
0: Amen.
10: Thank you. This kind of goes along with what Michael was saying, Um, just about worship. I just want to encourage you about worship music. Holy Spirit's really been speaking to me about worshiping with music. I've always been kind of a music guy. Growing up, I was in like youth choirs and things like that. But um, just literally over the last year and a half, but then more intensely over the last few weeks, just God's been putting on my heart to worship. And the thing that he's been telling me is that the worship songs that we hear each morning aren't just for this morning. They really, it's like God's sending us a message. He's picking out these songs to speak to us through the Holy Spirit, through these songs. So you really should, if you can, what I've been trying to do is go back and listen to these songs and sing them again and worship through them. Because I was telling Amber about how just a couple of those songs just really touched my heart so much. And you know how a song can get stuck in your head? It's the greatest thing in the world to have a worship song just get stuck in your head and you're singing it over and over and over So, um, just really, these songs are, God is speaking to us through these songs for the whole week. Just like when you get a scripture, when Pastor Matt shares scriptures, that's really for the week, too. It's not just for a Sunday morning, but the songs are for the whole week and on. So, it's just really been great. Amen. Anybody else?
11: Sorry, I feel like my heart's going to explode if I don't just come up here and get it over with. Um, I am thankful to God for this community because it's really a home. Every time we drive past here, I have this urge to pull in the parking lot and go see who's in the building. <laughs> and maybe part of that's because um, our building hosts so many um, believers in varying capacities with reaching out to people with food pantry or the Homeschool community that I direct on Fridays, it builds a home, not just for our body here who meets every Sunday, you know, and Wednesday and Tuesday, depending on what groups you're a part of and who you're participating in life with. Um, but on in the afternoons on Sunday or in the afternoons on Thursday when people are in here or Fridays when all of our kids come in and learn about Jesus and um, all the ways that He's interconnected and the things that we grow and experience in life. And I'm thankful to our community and the Lord for that.
0: Amen.
3: Amen. Thank you.
8: Good morning.
12: I hate public speaking. But um I just wanted to say Uh, whoever was here when my son got christening. Um, The family members that I brought in, just to confirm how homely you guys are. My friend did tell me that she loved the place, that you guys, that she felt like a connection. It's not just a church. So they're Catholics, so for her to say that, you know, was like, okay, good. We did pick a right church. (laughs) And secondly, um, we've been coming here for a while, and then I was absent for some years. Um, But even in my absence, my husband was still attending with my son. And I had a baby, I had a loss, I had school, I had a lot going on. And I just never said thank you um, in general to everybody because I received cards. With people's signature on them, I don't know who's signing and who's not, but I just wanted to say thank you, because uh, it felt good that my uh, church family, you know, even in my absence, still like uh, remembered me and prayed for me. Uh, Christmas time, I would hear a doorbell and someone runs away, and I see a gift and cards, and it's from the church <laughs> So that was sweet, a uh, childbirth card, and just every time it's like a celebration. And my birthday just passed, and I also received a card. And I'm like, wow, they really think about me. <laughs> um, last time David was preaching um, about, you know, uh, the presence of God, and I was struggling. I don't know. You guys, I'm a nurse, so I was tr- having a very hard time at work. Uh, there's north, nurses. It's, it's, there's a short shortage in nursing right now, and it's a mess. It's like the care is out the window, and it's all about the money. Um, it's sad, but I try to go in and do the best I can. But last few weeks, it was really a struggle. Prince uh, could tell. I would come home. I'm able to still make breakfast for the family. You know, kind of hang out, and I would just. My body just shut down. I would come home and just drop because I was exhausted, not tired. I was exhausted. And I was like, okay, I've got to find another job. you know. But then it's like you find another job, it's the same thing because nowhere is good. So, you know, I was just complaining and complaining, you know, and just, you know, got to put your frustration somewhere. So Prince was taking all of them. Bless his heart. So... On my birthday I went back to work and I'm doing, you know, job search and they celebrated my birthday and they came out and had this whole speech of how they appreciated me and my hard work and they see me and they're sorry that they're so short staffed because you know I've never received that treatment anywhere and it's not like I go and oh please notice me I'm working hard, you know, but it was it was great to be appreciated and I felt like it was God telling me, Where are you going? (laughs) You have work here to do. And it's not just caring, you have work to do. So I told Prince, Look what they did. They even sent a card in the mail, you know. And I felt like it was God telling me, Just slow down. No other place is better at this time. Stay here and, you know, do what God has called you to do. I had some patients come out to celebrate my birthday, telling me how, how much my care has affected them and I just don't come to to wipe them or clean them or give them meds that I'm actually engaging. They're excited when they see that my name is on the schedule to come work and this is rapidly happening and I would I say, I'll give the You know, I recently got baptized, and there's just been a lot going on. Some things that I'm usually comfortable with are becoming uncomfortable. Um, I don't know what it is, but I can feel it, and sometimes I just wanna scream. (laughs) It's just too much, but I'm just thankful, and I want God to continue to work in my life, and my family's life. Um, Also, I wanted to just ask for a general prayer, uh, last time at Pastor Matt, math, I have emailed you about a certain vision of death that keeps coming. Um, recently, that same vision has been revealed again about death towards my family, specifically my husband or I, and then this one was like my children involved. So I just wanna say back to sender, <laughs> to whoever is sending that, uh, I rebuke it. But I wanna ask, since you guys are so involved, in my life and <laughs> my family. Please pray for me and my household. And thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing. Thank you.
3: Amen.
13: Hi, neighbors. I'm really grateful that the Lord put Kairos Old Metro, New Metro, whatever. In this place, I think a lot of you know this, but you are literally our neighbors. We our property uh, shares the uh, property line with the with the uh, field here, and I just want to say when we came in '91 to Kansas City, and Metro. Um, and Metro, at that time, wasn't having a Christmas Eve service. And so, we packed up our kids, and we came over here to the church that was meeting here. And it was sad. It, it was, it was, um, you could tell that it was a dying church. The, there were wonderful people. But the church itself was dying, and I have seen. So we've been here a long time. There is more life that is happening in this building than happened in the the many years. Um, the twenty eight. How many years, honey? Has it been thirty one years? more life is happening here i'm so blessed that god is using this physical place because it's very dear to us because we we've lived here in this neighborhood and wanted to see god move here in the neighborhood and he's moving here and um i just wanted to encourage people that um there's so many things it was hard to even sort through what, what to say. Um, I am really, uh, my journey has been with Metro over the years. They've always been kind of uh, part of our lives. Uh, when we came to Metro in 91, uh, the church had prayer meetings that met three times a day. And I know from knowing you that you are people of prayer i I hear the stories told and shared of how uh you know people were sick and they got prayed for or their family had a need and they were prayed for. Um, but I began to feel um, as you came that i I just had this urgency for gathering to pray to gather together maybe it's because I'm not good at praying I don't I I don't have a good good success you know I I have the best intentions but I don't always have the follow-through I get distracted I think oh my dryer went off I guess I better fold that laundry before it before it uh, gets all wrinkly so um, I need to pray with others um, and I think that it's biblical for us to pray with others uh, and I am so grateful we've been having Wednesday night prayer meetings for a little over a month now and God has called together some, some real seasoned veteran uh, intercessors and uh, so we're seeing answers to prayer. We, we've been praying for the power situation in the church, both spiritually and physically, the electrical issues that the church had. And so we felt a real sense of, of being able to uh, claim partnership with God as, as answers to prayer came, came forth. So I just want to encourage you, if you are bad at praying, <laughs> or bad at being able to stay focused for a, 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 an intense season of praying, um, it may really help you to come and join us. We'd love to have you, and um, I, I don't know if we'll ever be back to three prayer meetings a day, but this is a season where there's so much pressure and so much happening that um, we, need to, we need to be firmed up in our... Ability to, to come before the Lord and pray. So welcome you.: It's Wednesday night at 7 p.m, and for right now we're meeting in the library, but it's, it's been growing, and uh, we may be in here soon. so Can you bring kids? Absolutely.:
0: Amen.
14: Um, On the topic of kids, we have such amazing kids, you guys. Um, I was blessed to be involved in SPARK for a while, Um, and now I'm in FIRE. And SPARK is our um, babies up through third grade, I think, and FIRE is fourth, fifth, and sixth. Our kids are amazing, and they're engaged. They don't sit there humming through a little color page for no reason. We want relationship with our kids, and we want them to show that what that looks like with God, not just babysitting for a minute. Um, I haven't been involved in Beacon, but I listen to it when I bring my daughter. Our Beacon kids are amazing, and our children's leadership is amazing. and. Um, two of our main people aren't up here I don't see them at the moment but it's because they're serving with all of their hearts but anyway um, our kids are amazing they have connection with the Holy Spirit they want to know and that's just really fun to be a part of and see
0: Amen
15: Good afternoon, so I'll share that in 2013, this missionary Baptist girl was given a prophetic dream. Yeah, that look right there, Hope. Uh, Did not know what to do with it, but in the dream it showed that I was, there was a really bad storm and it was a tornado that was coming. And I was standing in the yard telling people, get in the building, get in the building, hurry up, get in the building. Some people were standing out there looking at this tornado. But I got as many people as I could in the building. And then I put my body over another person to protect them. And it was a lot of strong winds. In doing so, I got injured Well, the person that I put my body over took me to um, a hospital so that I could get well. Um, And when I was taken into a room, um, I got the treatment that I needed and I came out and my daughter, her name is Joy, was in the waiting room. And I remember feeling such joy (laughs) coming out of that. And so, one of my brothers down in Houston, yeah, I'm an only child, and if I ever say my brother or my sister, I want you all to know that I'm referring to brothers and sisters within the body of Christ. So one of my brothers down there interpreted for me and he told me, he says, Felicia, you will be, you know, you are a protector of God's word and you will be injured, and, but you will be some someplace where you Um, will be, um, you will be treated where you will uh, feel better and you're going to experience joy and he says um, the more you talk and proclaim God's Word the stronger you're going to get and I didn't tell you all that part but after I had saw my daughter Joy I felt the joy there but then I started talking and I kept getting stronger and stronger when I moved back to Kansas City in 20 what was it 18 or so, something like that, I had been injured within the body, of a lot of things that had happened. Um, and that Sunday morning, I googled Metro. I'm thinking that I'm going to go to a friend up north, Metro, but maybe they moved south. I don't know. I couldn't connect with them. And I ended up at 99th and Holmes, (laughs) different Metro. But I walked through the door and I got a smiling, shiny face, Matt B saying welcome. And then there's Mary with welcome. And then all of these people welcome. I'm like, this is different, but it felt good. It was a bomb, (laughs) B-A-L-M, to the pain that I had experienced. Since I've been in this community, they have afforded a way for me to continue to develop and grow in the Lord. And I can say that I've been encouraged being prayed for, being prayed (laughs) with, laid hands on. And when I come to someone and say, hey, this, that, or the other, never once has this community um, have been judgmental. Someone has said that earlier. Never once. And that's different. That's welcoming. But as I learn more about the kingdom of God, I'm learning what it looks like, how it's being walked out, amongst this body and, and all of the different characteristics of that and I'm very, very grateful. There is not one member within this body does not, that does not have the opportunity to learn their spiritual gift and develop it and grow and the education here, the love here, the unity within this body is what is needed in order to continue to advance God's kingdom. And I think that is important that we continue to hold on to that and um, encourage that one amongst the other. I'm so, so very, very grateful for this body and all that it stands for and all the places that God is going to take it and the members with the air underneath the feet.
0: Amen.
6: Well, I was trying to <clears throat> resist coming up here, but the Holy Spirit wouldn't let me get away with it. Some of you don't know me, some of you do. My name is Fred Schly. My wife, Darlene, was up here a few minutes ago. She didn't tell all the story about how we got here. Probably a lot of you know uh, Linda and Neil over here. And uh, Linda and Neil have a friend named Anne. I don't know how much Anne uh, attended this church. I, I think it was off and on, sporadic, but she would attend with them once in a while. Where Darlene was attending another church. I was in the hospital. I went in the hospital June 20th of 2021. That was Father's Day. (laughs) But uh, anyway, uh, I didn't get out of the hospital until September 1st, 72 days. During that 72 days, the enemy tried to take my life three times. Three times the doctors called Darlene and told her, call your husband, because she couldn't get in to see me. Call your husband and say your goodbyes. Three times we said our goodbyes. Three times the Lord intervened. Those three times he intervened because of the prayers of the saints, not just here, but prayers in Texas, prayer, prayers in in. In Kenya, even with missionaries in Kenya, prayers in the church the darling was going to, and prayers in people from people in this church because of Neil and Linda and Ann, they kind of spread the word here. But it was through all those prayers. that I'm standing here. And that was a word that the Lord gave me in the hospital. There's not much I remember about that time. I mean, there's not much I want to remember about that time. But what I do remember is the Lord telling me, when you have done all you can to stand, then stand. Now that resonated with me because I had been in the Marine Corps. When I got out of the Marine Corps, a few years later, I lost my job. They uh, they laid me off. I had a wife and a child at that time. It wasn't Darlene, it was a former wife, but uh, that's another story anyway um I decided to go back in the military and i did, i joined the Air Force and twenty years later I retired from the Air force but so i i i I paid my dues in several ways and i uh, I know what it means to stand. I know what it means to take the high ground. The high ground is the best place to be. I know what it means to take the high ground. And you stand on that high ground, you don't move. You stand on the high ground. And that's that's what I've been doing. I got out of the hospital on September 1st of 2021. And it has taken me up until maybe the last month or two to regain my strength to where I felt like I could even travel the distance to come to this church. Because Darlene had told me, when you get well enough, we have to go visit that church. We did, I think, I can't even remember the date, but it was a couple of months ago, at least, that we, that we came the first time for me here. That first service. We got back to the car. (laughs) Forgive me. And all I could do... Sit there and cry. And I told Darlene <laughs> I've come home. <laughs> I've been home ever since. <laughs> That's what you all mean to me every one of you (laughs) that's what you mean to me.
3: Well, I know when I go somewhere next time and they ask me if I've been in combat, I can say yes, I've been in combat for the last 45 minutes back here, deciding whether I had enough nerve to come up here and speak. (laughs) So when I buy my next house, I'm going to go to the Veterans Administration. (laughs) I just want you all to know, the more I've got involved in the church and and doing the check-in and the coffee shop and and just chatting with people. The more and more I feel like home, and this is family. And this is a great family. This is a great family. We have so many great people here, and they make me feel welcome, even though I just feel like I'm just a poor boy from the country. I, I feel welcome in this body, and I see smiles. And today, I'm standing back in this back corner and I hear somebody's phone going off. And I'm thinking, don't you know your phone is going off? (laughs) And then I saw somebody else check their phone and their phone wasn't going off and I thought the gentleman sitting down in front of me, his phone was going off and I thought, I pulled out my phone. I had put my phone on silent earlier, but somehow it was going off and it was my phone. (laughs) So I apologize to everybody who was wondering whose phone was going off. So I, I just want to thank everybody. The worship time, the, the the preaching, everything is so great here. I just love you all.
0: All right. If I could have the ushers come forward. <laughs> Everybody online, it's been a great service. We didn't really need to hear Matt anyways. (laughs) He knows I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, I'm going to pray for the offering. You guys can give online, you can give through the app, you can give through the website, you can give in the black boxes, or you can give in the buckets or bags. So Jesus, we thank you for your finances, Lord, we thank you that you call us good stewards of your finances. That the money you've given our households that we're faithful with, that you increase it in this season, that the burden and stress of finances would be lifted off of every household, that the presence would be near us, and that we would flourish in this season. Amen. All right, announcements uh, fork and knives for teens. They will meet uh, immediately after service today for some kind of lunch. You'll meet in the lobby. Dr. Joyce's Bible study is this Saturday, August 20th, in the sanctuary from 11 to 1. Everybody's welcome to come. Everybody loves Dr. Joyce's Bible study. They say they get a lot out of it. We also uh, have a grief share um, part, like with a different church um, the date and time of the bull, in the bulletin is incorrect. And I'm supposed to give you the new correct time. The correct night begins Monday, August 22nd, starting at 6.30. If you have any questions, please contact Kelly Dennis. She will be able to tell you where it's at, what time it starts, how long it starts. Um, and then, as the season is, this is the season of when kids go back to schools Teachers are teaching, Homeschools is doing homeschool, so it's just a lot of busyness. And so I just wanted to take some time to um, pray for them right now, the homeschool, the teachers, public school, all the teachers, all the students. You know, um, Lord, we just thank you that we're in a country that teaches our children. Lord, we thank you for the leaders. We thank you for the teachers who serve our children. We thank you for the moms and dads who do homeschool. Lord, we just ask you to release abundance of grace over all the kids as they go back and getting back in their schedule and as the parents and teachers are getting last-minute supplies and figuring things out again. Lord, we just ask you for your grace to be upon them that our kids would love to learn and enjoy making friends and that the teachers and mothers and fathers will have grace to interact with their kids. In Jesus' name, amen. And as Matt comes up here, you know, and we get ready for uh, the move of the Spirit more in this church, I was looking around, and I'm like, I'm seeing a lot of beach shirts, you know, popping up, backing around, Tony in the back. I I think next week we should just all come with our beach t-shirts and dresses on and, like, get ready to ride some waves. But I'm joking, but serious. you got to wear your beach shirt. Okay, come on, Matt. Say hi to people. They haven't seen you in a while. (laughs) Hi.
16: (laughs) (laughs) It's good to be here. Hey, I didn't look behind me, so good to see everybody. Uh, Love seeing you guys. Love hearing from your hearts this morning. Really blessed. Blessed me. Uh, to be able to hear uh, Greta hi I didn't know you were here I heard a talk about you but I didn't know you were here good to see you and so so many new people uh, great to see you please uh, plug in uh, get to know people set aside the time uh, take somebody out to lunch just continue to be that family that you are just be free doing it just love people that's what we're here for love people and point them to Jesus and so I do have a word, but I won't share it this morning. I will share it next week. That is my goal and my intention. I know you probably had a word for beacon too, right? And we'll just do it next week. And Jason had one for fire, but it's good. Uh, tonight, today was a blessing. Uh, I have to tell you, you know, one of the things I inherited from my dad when he's passing was this uh, device that you stick your feet on and it shocks him, shocks your feet. It's to increase circulation in your feet. And so I it. not that I have bad circulation, but it was just kind of fun. So I sometimes sit on it, and I like to, to jack it up to like 60 so that my feet are going like, like they cringe. It's just so cool to watch your entire foot just cringe. But when you have it on the lower ones, there's this little like warm, fuzzy feeling on your feet on the lower settings. That's the way my feet felt this morning on the floor. I was like, this feels just like Dad's, like there's a shock uh, going on. And it was only just a little while ago that my feet started getting cold, and so I put my shoes back on. But you could feel the presence of the Lord here this morning. I could sense the the love of Jesus in you guys' heart for one another and for the Lord, and it was just encouraging. And uh, let's let's keep moving forward. Let's keep pursuing Jesus and with uh, expectation of what He can do. I'll give you one word in my last 15 seconds. Uh, This morning, the Lord impressed upon me the verse, uh, when uh, sin abounds, grace abounds more. And I just want to encourage you, when you're watching the news, when you're hearing about situations, and it seems like all hell is breaking loose in areas, don't... Don't let it fret you. Don't let that to be your judge. Know that grace abounds more and be that light with that grace. Come into it. Say, Jesus, shine brighter in this area because you can. Okay? Let me pray for you. Father, thank you, Lord, for this beautiful body. Thank you for the privilege of being able to serve here in leadership. I know all of us in leadership feel this way. Thank you, Father, for it. Bless this body. Bless this family. Jesus, let your will be done. In your beautiful name we pray. Amen and amen. See you next Sunday.